The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Hello, everyone. Hello, Daryl. Hello, Daniel. Welcome, everyone, to the 365 Message Center Show, episode 211. And today we're going to be talking about SharePoint navigation switching. So being able to switch some things in the navigation, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, the all new, um, being able to reply to a message in Teams desktop. So being able to actually quote a message you're, you're replying to, that's gonna be fun. And then hubs of hubs of hubs. We're gonna be talking about SharePoint hubs being associated with other hubs in that rollout coming very, very soon. So. It's going to be a really good show, hopefully. What was that impression, Daniel? <laughs> um, that was, uh, what's his face? An old late night um, show um, back when it was black and white, you know, precursor to Johnny Carson. We should anyway, do a black and white episode. Show. That'd be quite interesting. We totally yeah. should, yes. And then just highlight show. colors of certain things that, that are interesting on the show. No jokes, people. That sounds like a lot if of If you work. tell me that there's nothing interesting and there shouldn't be anything colored, then you're joking, right? You are joking because you love this show. You're listening. Uh, for those in, on the video, please hit the subscribe button below. Click the thumb right now, the like thumb, and uh, do a little nudge with your hips onto the bell and make it make it go ding, ling, ling so that you get reminders of when we go live. And if you're listening to the audio podcast, please share it and make sure that you are subscribed, but then share it out to the world. You know, click that share share button in your app and let everyone know that you're listening to the show. We'd love that. Yes, yes. Speaking of show. Show, show us. D-Roll. Yeah. D-Roll. Um, first message is a SharePoint message. This is. is SharePoint Navigation Switcher, MC285021. And uh, while the the message title does tell you what it is, it doesn't at first glance. If you just read that, Navigation Switcher, what? But it is actually switching the navigation for team sites, so modern team sites. This will be rolling out for targeted release beginning mid-September, so now-ish, and be completed by mid-October, and then standard release early November and be completed by late November. So this really is being able to switch your navigation from the traditional vertical navigation that you have on your team sites, your modern team sites, team sites we've had almost forever, um, and switching that to horizontal navigation. And if you switch it to horizontal, then giving you the option to pick whether you want a mega menu, which is all the craze these days, or cascading. Uh, the uh, Now, one thing I'll call out is that the screenshots in the message are, uh, they are contradictory. So meaning the one on the top shows the horizontal selection on the left and the vertical on the right, and then they're switched in the screenshot, the second screenshot. So just uh, that got me a little confused when I was looking for the menu style in that second screenshot. But um, it says you don't need to do anything for this change. 
you know, notified people that this is an option. And <clears throat> I didn't know there was a big cry for this, but um, or a demand for for this to happen. However, I have had clients ask, "Is there any way we can get rid of that space? They want to use the the space, the whole page space." Now we we don't have um, you know an example of what that'll look like, but uh, Daryl, uh -huh. will you be using this? Will you be turning off or switching from vertical to horizontal? I think I think uh, I've got used to it in communication sites are quite like having that full width mm -hmm. and having more space so that we can put what we want in there. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I would, the, the other, I don't know if I'd go to, Sorry, to go mega ahead. menu though, because team sites and the content on a team site, most of the team sites I see and involved in don't have that many menu choices. It's all about putting what you need to on the page to guide people to that content. See, and this is gonna. This is getting me to my next question. Um, it, I will mention though, it is something you can actually turn off navigation. You don't. You don't even have to s select between vertical and horizontal. You can just turn it off and not have any navigation. But that leads me to my next question: Is is does that mean then you know if you could turn it off, are you then have to put everything on the page? Mm. And you know we've been. I've been trying to train people for many years that you don't put everything on the page. You don't, it doesn't have to, you know, none of the content lives there. It's, you know, you're just having views into the content, but if you take away the navigation, then you do have to put everything on the page or at least navigate to another, you know, have a link to another page that has links to, I mean, it just, you know, it, it gets, it could get hairy, I think if, but if you, my opinion is if you have a site, a team site that doesn't have, um, maybe you don't have a lot of content, you know, it has a specific purpose. Um, you're collaborating on some documents and that's it or whatever, you know, maybe this is perfect. You don't need that uh. navigation, you know, right there it is. Um, but if I, I don't foresee people turning this off for sites that has a lot of content, right. And, um, and having to put everything on the page, um, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I, it's happened once. <laughs> um, so uh, let's let's switch, shall we? Maybe to <laughs> get it switch. Uh, let's switch to Yammer over the next message. Yeah, uh, this uh, this message restrict Yammer community postings MC two eight five zero double two. Uh, I see this as taking a leaf out of Microsoft Teams book. Teams has uh, channels uh, moderation where you can specify who can and can't post. Well, in a similar fashion, um, Yammer is bringing that to a whole community. Um, and this really, it's just restricting who can post in the community, but the intention is for people to still be able to reply to those conversations and posts there. Uh, so think of it as a community which is more about starting controlled conversations. Uh, maybe it's used for announcements and you're getting people to discuss those particular topics as, as they're posted. Um, so this is a feature that is set by network admins to turn the feature on or off for a community. Then community admins are the people with the role who can post new conversations in this type of community and end users will be able to 
respond to that conversation thread, uh, but they won't be able to publish their own new posts. Um, so, Daniel, do you see this being a useful thing in Yammer communities? Have you seen it being used in uh, Teams successfully? I have seen it being used in Teams successfully, uh, and I think that done appropriately, it could be very useful. Uh, one complaint you can uh, run into with any types of communities in Yammer or um, channels and teams is they get um, a little noisy with the wrong messages, with the wrong focus, I guess I should say. And being able to manage that uh, in in the appropriate way, you know, there's a time and there's a, <laughs> there's a time and place for everything. There's a place for uh, those kind of where it's a wild west where everybody's kind of communicating and going back and forth. And, but then there's others where you really do need to have a place where you don't, um, you know, you don't have that kind of noise going mm. on. It's more focused. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's, it's communities and channels in that example where you want to mm -hmm. set a, a place that is tidier pure for communications that mm -hmm. people aren't having to filter through all the noise. So this is uh, mm -hmm. rolling out early October, expected to be fully rolled out by late October. And uh, that's coming to you in Yammer. Daniel, uh, our yes, next one is uh, on Azure information. Marcus, I forget. Which one is it now? <laughs> this is co-authoring on Microsoft information protection, encrypted documents in Office Desktop is generally available, MC285023. And the reason why Daryl's having some trouble there, and it's he's getting a laugh there, um, is uh, in the title, it's talking about Microsoft information protection, but then the service is it's labeled as Azure information protection. So for this one, and it's generally available now, so you're gonna be able to use this. So any document, uh, that Word, Excel, PowerPoint document that you have encrypted using MIP labels, sensitivity labels, you will be able to now co-author with others while you're working on that document. So the only really requirement that we have here is making sure that you have the latest um, update to your app to make sure that you can use the uh, that it'll have the appropriate updates in the application so it can use um, and see that encrypted file and be able to co-author so I, I really and of course co-authoring we're using autosave to you know see those changes but it really is uh, nice to be able to work on the document together and then also while keeping it protected, right? You're not having to co-author on a document and then label it, right? You can, it can be done while you're working on it. So love it. Um, and it, again, just requires that you have the latest update to, uh, to do that. Good, good. Quick, that was a quick message. It was, but it's an important one. Quick, quick because message. if, if, if you're trying to be a secure organization uh, using features like that, but then it takes away the co-authoring capabilities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, next one is all about that. I mentioned it in the kind of the intro about replying to specific messages. Yeah. Reply to specific chat messages in Teams desktop. MC285886. Uh, this is uh, a 
hotly requested feature for quite some time. Uh, this It's quite simple really to explain that you reply to a specific message in a chat. Uh, chat, group chat, doesn't seem to be um, channel-based conversations yet, but um, the, the goal really is, and I, I like it because how many of us have, have seen our organizations start to really get onto using Teams and where do they have most of their conversations? Chat and group chat. And they start group chats for all sorts of things and they loop people in and they, there's you know 10 or 20 different groups. Um, but everything's in the same conversation thread, Daniel. Like we'll be typing away and someone might change the subject and someone else is talking about something else and it's all just you know together. And without this feature, it became really confusing. Very confusing to really um, keep up with what's going on. What are you are you saying yes to my question? The, my first question or my second question? Are you saying yes to Daryl's question? You know, it's just so being able to reply. Uh, I think is going to be a great. And I, one thing I like about this message is uh, even they know that it's. Uh, been hotly anticipated because in the first sentence of this message, you will receive users will receive the long awaited ability to reply. So they know <laughs> everyone's been waiting yep. uh, for this update. Yep. Um, let's see if we can capture a, a quick look at this from a GIF point of view. Uh, GIFs in these messages are kind of useful because they do show us stuff without having to see a video, but you have to kind of wait till it stops. There we go. Message. Ellipsis button, reply, takes the quote, and then you send off your reply. Yep. So, so it's not it's not threading, nope. it's just quoting a message and then doing mm. that. Um, it's similar, it's not exact to some other tools that do this kind of thing for team chats, but it is uh, very similar. So it's not going to be a thread, but you are going to be able to see what the person is replying mm. to. Yeah, and. Okay, let's compare. I know, I know that yeah. um, we do have another tool that we have just talked about, Yammer, which uh, does the same kind of thing, reply to a conversation. But it does one thing which I think would be good to see in Teams as well. I, I did a little video on this just to explore it for myself because I wanted to see if, if this applied to chats within a Teams meeting. And if you think about it, if it's a private Teams meeting, then a chat is just a the, – the chat within the meeting is just a big group chat. Mm -hmm. But when I reply to a message and it grabs that little quote and it grabs the first, you know, 200 characters or so and I post it, um, that, that conversation that's being quoted doesn't actually go anywhere. It's just literally just text. It's not like in Yammer where I can click on it and go back to the full conversation that I'm replying to to get the whole context. Yeah, and that's what I was meaning. You know, Yammer, there's another tool, Slack, that when you do replies like that, it has a link where you click on the link and it takes you back to that message mm. originally. And so if there's a whole thread conversation, you can just click back and back and back and back and see them. Uh, so yeah, it's not going to give you that uh, in this iteration. But uh, it's better than nothing, mm. and I can't wait for it to see them, uh, you know, improve on it in the future. Yeah. Oh, last thing I'll say as we're um, 
finishing this message off. Uh, I mean, it's will be rolled out mid-September, starting mid-September, and expect to be completed early October. It's actually available in, in the uh, public preview version of Teams today for Teams desktop. It has been available in Teams mobile for some time. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. part of the tease was that we had this ability to do it, but we couldn't do it from desktop where most of us were, mm-hmm. were using it. GCC will also see this um, in mid-October and be completed early November. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right. Well, Daniel, uh, take us to uh, the Hubba Hubba message. Yes, this is our headline. New SharePoint Hub to Hub Associations, MC285601. And this message, I like just like the one we just mentioned, this one has been uh, anticipated for a while. Microsoft announced that this was going to happen, but we really hadn't gotten an update in a while. But here we are. The This release will allow you to take a SharePoint hub and associate it with another hub. This is targeted release rollout will begin mid-September, so now-ish, and be completed by late September. I don't have it yet in my tenant that's targeted, but soon, very soon. And then standard will be rolling out mid-October, be completed by late October. The um, So you have to do this in the SharePoint admin to be able to uh, do this hub association. Now, I want to mention, though, this is not like hubifying a site or adding a site to a hub itself, um, a non-hub to a hub. You know, when you do that, you get the theme, mm. you get the, you can get the permissions um, so viewers can see the site that's joining the hub, um, and you get navigation. You're not getting any of that when you're doing a hub to a hub, all you're getting is search, basically. It's only going to roll up content for you to, uh, you know, for those search components for you. So when you're searching contents, you'll see that breadcrumb um, path on there. um, And it will, you know, roll up those connections. You can do this three levels of association. So, the it'll if, from what it's saying you can do hub onto a hub onto a hub if you would like um the but again it's just rolling up news mm. um so what scenarios do you see this working with daryl well uh being able to associate hubs to hubs yeah you, you actually said it um news news is a, is a perfect example mm. um we, we see that as a uh, a big advantage today with with hub sites and that that news can bubble up and be used within web parts and within search. Uh, but yeah, I think search in general um, is going to benefit from this. Like, can I can imagine the a hub site, which is the the top level site for most corporate bits and pieces, and then other hubs that are joined to that. It means that you'll be able to search from that hub right the way down and get all that association within your search results. Yeah. And I, I'm a, I know there's going to be some people that are disappointed with not getting some of those other attributes, right. but I think the meaning the navigation and the branding, but I think really the purpose here is if you think about 
how you can really manage your hubs in having um, let's let's do it by geography. You know, if you have a hub for uh, your operations in the U.S. for um, and you and you for maybe HR hub, right? But then maybe you want to have a global HR hub, mm. and so all of your HR hubs from your uh, APAC and from the Americas, you know, having those associated so that the news goes up, you know, you're able to do search. But uh, you can still keep your own look, right? You can still keep your own um, identity as a hub, as the hub where you have your own navigation and your own look and feel. I, I think, you know, this isn't a something that's going to, there's going to be some people that, you know, say, well, I really want those other things. And then there's going to be people say that I would never want those things, mm. right? So it, but this is what it is. Yep. And I, for one, I'm okay with that. Uh, you know, I'm sure if there is something that comes along and says, you know, hey, this, it would be really nice to, you know, things like security, for instance, um, you know, the way that it would be nice to do that. And, and people uh, let Microsoft know, then maybe that'll be included in the future. But for right now, that's what uh, it's all about. So coming this month, September, for those in targeted and then October for those in standard. Good, good. All right. Daryl. Yeah. I want to join anonymously. Tell me how to do that. Well, yeah. That's what I thought when I first read this message and then read a little closer. Join meetings anonymously from Teams desktop app across clouds. It's in brackets, but that's a crucial part to this message and capability. MC285905. Uh, Let's clarify this. Right, so... You join a Teams meeting today that you have organized in your organization, and it will open up in Teams. Um, you, uh, A lot of us are using commercial tenants, or what this message calls a standard tenant. Um, there's other types of tenants as well, GCC, GCC High, um, DOD. So these are tenants or clouds that... Um, Microsoft deliberately keep it separately uh, for security purposes. And this update gives you the ability to join a meeting that's hosted in one of those separate clouds um, from the Teams desktop app and do it anonymously. Uh, So, I mean, it's an advantage. I I can't speak to the frustrations or limitations that, that GCC and GCC High DOD feel and experience so maybe this is quite a significant thing um i think uh, and i also don't really know about um, why it's about necessarily being anonymous daniel do you know like is it that when you go to join a meeting and it's hosted in a different cloud that because it's a almost entirely separate security infrastructure that the authentication doesn't carry through to that separate cloud yeah, I think that's what is happening, you know, and it mentions it even here is that you have to use the web uh, now um, and not the desktop. So I think the authentication gets hung up. I will say I've only heard about the issue. I've never seen it. I've never had this experience of trying to join a meeting in a you know GCC high environment, for instance. 
But I know there are some people who listen to our show that mm-hmm. do uh, th- that exact thing and have some experience with this. So please throw that in the chat. And we'd love to uh, hear your comments and have conversation, whether it's here live, if you're watching the show live or uh, after the show the show airs, throw it in the comments. We'd love to hear your experiences on this as well. Yeah. I can only imagine like the frustration of you get invited to these meetings. You're, you're cutting over to maybe talk, maybe you're based in GCC, but your, your consultancy that looks after your tenants, um, is based in, uh, uh, standard standards looking for commercial standard tenants. So there's always that, cutting over that that's a, a bit of an issue but at least you can stay signed in uh and as you cut over you're attending that meeting anonymously there's not much more that we can right. add to it but um it, glad to hear that it's going to add some convenience for our other cloud-based friends yes uh let's finish off daniel with uh, that one quick yes, mention yes this is onedrive new command bar MC285602. Targeted release will be rolling out mid-September, so now-ish, and expect to be completed by late September uh, standard, late September to early October. Um, And so this one is pretty simple. It is a switching, they're basically, well, basically, they are simplifying the OneDrive command bar. Um, and I don't like it. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't like it at all. Um, so they're taking the words out mm-hmm. and just giving you icons. Yep. And they're taking some of the commands out. And I'm assuming hiding them under an ellipse, mm-hmm. um, you know, those three dots. So you're going to have to do extra clicks to get to the commands that you would normally have available to you. They are giving you the name of the document mm-hmm. there, which is of slick. Love it. But why can't you just put the name of the document up there and leave this other stuff the way it is? Uh, this is supposed to be a quick mention. So I guess I'm not <laughs> supposed to complain, but I am, I'm not loving it. I'm just really not liking it. Um, you know, I think there's plenty of room there to keep the icons for the other stuff up there. So I can, actually uh, click on it. One thing is there's now a search button that hasn't been there. So not entirely sure if, you know, what that's going to search. Are you searching with the doc within the document or is this searching inside OneDrive while you're viewing the Mm. document? We don't know yet. Um, We don't have very much uh, information on this update, but that's what it is. And it's coming soon. And if you love it, then fantastic. Leave us a comment below and tell us why you love this update. If you hate it, then here's something you can do about it. You can leave us a comment below about why you hate it. And, and we'll, we'd love to have that conversation with you. <laughs> yeah, like we'll take it. We'll take it to the development crew and they'll do something about it. No. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> maybe not. But um, I, yeah, that's what that message is. Yep. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan, Daryl. I, I, I like it. I like it. I like I like that there is I, more space. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I wonder about those like I, those uh, paging buttons of previous and next. You know, those those are buttons that if you were say in a um, image library, for example, and you're rifling mm-hmm. through and trying to see that next thing and that next thing, right. um, those are quite useful. I, I don't know if that still works. Whether it's a shortcut key that does no longer needs a button, but it'll still work. I don't know. 
Yeah. Look at you making assumptions. Aren't you cute? It's fun. Yes. Wait. So I didn't even scroll over. Let's see what the other. So yeah, it's got those. Yeah. And you know, over on the right hand side, the uh, I did scroll over, but it does have those on the right hand side there for so you can oh what you know, go back and forth. Oh okay. Still. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's one of those uh, screenshots. <laughs> yes, one of those. But I, I still don't. Again, I don't like removing, I mean, copy two, mm. you know, um, version history. Why can't I delete that? I mean, why can't I see these things? Why can't I print? It's about telemetry, to my on... friends. They clearly didn't see many clicks on those buttons, so they thought they'd hide them under that ellipsis. You want to know a secret about telemetry? Oh, maybe I can. <laughs> yes, I can. So, secret about telemetry is... Um, some of the stuff they don't capture in telemetry, so they really don't know. Ah, um, yeah. I'm not saying this specifically for this. I'm not saying that. But uh, there's some things that are just not captured, and, and sometimes guesses are made. But I, for me, they are not keeping track of my telemetry because um, they know that they would have known I would click those buttons. All but the anyway. time. Yeah. Uh, and look, and that's, that's only the view when we have the document open. Yeah, sure. you know, so if you close the document, maybe, maybe you can select it in the in the library view and still have some of those buttons. Maybe. Look at me making assumptions again. We should probably finish before mm. I make too many assumptions. Let's just assume that you enjoyed the show, everyone. You know what to do. You know where the buttons are. So click, like, subscribe, etc. Uh, we'll assume that we'll see you back in next week. Yes. Mm-hmm. We'll assume and hit us up on the socials. Yeah, right? that's right. We're going to assume you're going to do that. Yeah, um, we're everywhere as three six five MCS. So Twitter, we're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Insta. Hit us up. What do we type in? What do we put on on Insta? People should go find out. I should go find out. <laughs> what are you taking like best shots or something and trying to, you know? Like, is that what the blooper role is? Go find out. Go find out. Anyway, see you again next week, people. Bye.